Having clear and concise expectations up front is absolutely critical for many things in life. And what I want to share in this educational video relates to hair loss. I work a lot with men's and a men's health clinic capacity. And one of the topics that comes up frequently and obviously is very sensitive and often met with frustration by men and women together is hair loss and the expectations of medication. The reality is that hair loss is very complicated and I don't want to dive into more than just a cursory statement that it relies on things like genetics, lifestyle, underlying health, hormone balance, environmental toxins, sleep. It's not typically just one thing. Obviously, family history plays a significant role in this, but that's not the only thing that impacts hair loss. And to address this, the most commonly used medications, at least in the United States at present, are oral minoxidil, topical minoxidil, oral finasteride. There are some combination sprays of other things. I'm not going to talk about that so much in this video. But it's important to understand that hair, just like any tissue in the body, has a normal life cycle. It grows, it matures, it goes into a period of what's called senescence or aging or dormancy. And then uh, one or two things happen. Uh, typically it'll fall out or shed or the follicle itself will die and become uh, permanently uh, dead or it could go dormant just for a variety of things like uh, stress or surgery or recent illness, acute illness, critical care illness, uh, those type of things can cause a condition where hair will shed and uh, there'll be a pattern of loss that fortunately for a lot of people is temporary, but this is something that is really very individual. I'm just going to give some overlying guidelines and generalizations. Don't take this as gospel for your particular situation. Your particular situation needs to be discussed with whoever prescribes your medication, whether it's a nurse practitioner, a PA, a physician, a hair loss specialist, a surgeon. All those things are important to have a frank discussion up front before you invest not only time, money, and effort, but also there is some potential for side effects like any medication. Everything has a side effect, even something that you might think innocuous like aspirin or Tylenol. I've worked in the emergency department for 20 years and unfortunately have been involved in some deaths related to those just typical over-the-counter medications. That aside, let's move on to why you're here. So the timeline for anticipated results when taking oral medication for hair loss varies significantly from person to person. One person may regrow a head of hair, another person may get no results or, or just have a normal progression of loss despite the medication. And there's really no predictor up front about who's going to fall into which spectrum of the results. So the first first few months of this basically, you know, hair is going through its normal life cycle. It's going to take a few months for the medications, whether it's finasteride or minoxidil, to sort of kick in, so to speak. Contrary to popular belief, it's not a building up in the system. These drugs, like all drugs, are metabolized. There can be some fat storage in the body, but this is not an accumulation of a certain level after three months where it actually starts to work. It's just the way the hair goes through its normal uh, growth, maturation, and uh, rest phase, if you will, is how the difference in results occur and why it takes so dang long to see results. So finasteride, you probably wear as a DHT blocker, and minoxidil, it's believed, can have some hormonal effects, but most people think of it as a, a way to increase blood supply, blood flow, nutrient delivery to the follicle. So might see some shedding in the first few months of use of these medications, which is very typical. Shedding occurs whether a person is taking these medications or not, but patients are often alarmed when they see increased shedding. And some of that, I think, can be simplistically stated that the follicles are rejuvenating. Maybe some of the weaker, more brittle, fragile hairs just fall out as the rejuvenation process, process takes place. And it shouldn't be completely surprising that shedding occurs and continues to occur despite these medications. That's important to understand up front, that these medications do not stop or prevent shedding altogether. 
And for some patients, <clears throat> they may grow, regrow hair. Others will just sort of maintain what they've had, and others will have no results. Moving on to like the next six to 12 months of that, uh, a lot of patients with finasteride orally can experience a noticeable hair regrowth in the first six months. And the manufacturer typically states that it can take up to a full year to reach peak results. The hair hopefully will become thicker, stronger, and the receding hairlines may show some improvement. Again, this depends on the status of the follicles in that part of the scalp. If they are completely dead, there's no bringing them back short of a hair transplant, essentially. Some people might argue that, that stem cells or PRP or microneedling can revitalize dead, dead tissue. That's controversial that we're not going to talk about in this, uh, this video here. Minoxidil also can lead to further improvement of hair density. A lot of patients will combine two of these. Obviously, it depends on unique circumstances. There are contraindications to both of these. There are side effects to both of these and something that really needs to be understood and discussed, frankly, up front before just plowing ahead and throwing the kitchen sink at your scalp, so to speak. Beyond 12 months, long-term use of finasteride is required to maintain the benefits if they're seen. I've had individuals that have been taking this for more than a decade. Uh, there is some data out there regarding prostate health, and this is something that your local provider needs to be aware of if you're using this medication, whether it's short-term or long-term, because it ha can have some impact on laboratory studies. I've discussed that in the previous video, which you can find here on the channel. Some may continue to see improvement after a year, others may just plateau. I have many patients that have been using finasteride for years. They've sort of reached their peak, they're happy with where they're at, they don't necessarily want to add or do anything differently, they just want to maintain and they're comfortable with where they're at going forward, continue to take the finasteride, at least in uh, the common dose, one milligram on a daily basis. Some people are going to use a high, higher dose of five milligram, that's more of a prostate type dose and the incidence of side effects and that is something to not be taken lightly. Again, just like finasteride, oral minoxidil consistently used can show ongoing results and patients can still experience improvement after a year, but the rate typically will slow down with hair growth over time. Keep in mind that there is a genetic capacity to hair growth. This is very important to understand. The medications can help combat some of that, but don't uh, think that combining two medications is going to produce a, a lion's head type style here in a year. It's typically not that way. So it's crucial to remember that these timelines that I've shared in this video are approximate. They're generalizations. They're guidelines. They don't apply to any specific individual or person. Everybody's physiology, genetics, lifestyle, environment, all those things play a role to this. And it's very critical to follow your healthcare provider's prescribing instructions. Unfortunately, patients sometimes make up their own recipe on how to take medications and they can get into significant trouble. Keep in mind that these drugs have side effects. Oral minoxidil uh, was found years ago used as an uh, old hypertension medication and like many things, uh, it was discovered to have some ancillary benefit of hair growth and that's how it sort of fell into favor in the hair loss realm. So I hope this found this helpful. Again, discuss everything with full transparency with your provider for your own benefit. And I hope you found value here. If you like this, please share and subscribe. We'll talk to you soon.